Podcast. Welcome back to Atypically Topical. What up? How's it going? Whoa, did you hear that yeah, noise? That was you. <laughs> yeah. I usually make those weird noises, but it was it's, the other way around this it's time. A, a liquid gurgle that comes when you drink water very recently. Well, except you're drinking wine. Well, that's wine, yeah. I mean, you don't have to call that out, but I think <laughs> they know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to go back and see if you can hear that. <laughs> I'm sure it was audible. Anyway. I, I, I heard it, so if I heard <laughs> it's it. It's true. I mean, but you also, you're like connected into the soundboard. Like you got earbuds on, so. Well, but yeah, but I Maybe mean, I'll just. Uh, but what I hear is what they're here, here, right? I mean, yeah, I guess. So. You got me there. <laughs> Anyways, how's it going, Mindy? Good. Just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're on our second week in a row of recording, so that's a good streak already, considering mm-hmm. how long we were out. Um, Haven't been up to too much. Our... Dogs have been pissing on our Christmas tree yeah. pretty much every couple of days, <laughs> so that's great. Uh, <laughs> we, we're trying everything to keep them out of that room. It's like it's kind of their own room, though, so maybe they just feel possessive over it. I don't know. Well, I, f- I feel like maybe once the once Joaquin peed on it once, I think like, okay, yeah, nah, it's It was okay. a free-for-all. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, it's been like four times now in maybe a week or maybe 10 days or something, but... I don't know. There's nowhere else we can put it for now. I don't. I don't think that would look good. But we'll just try to restrict them from there. And maybe they'll learn. Maybe we we need to get some spray or something that like yeah piss away or whatever they're called <laughs> piss away. Yeah. Um. Other than that, not a whole lot. I mean, we want to plan for a honeymoon at some point, but um, that's still gonna be like way next year. So probably. Um. Yeah, that's about it. Um, not a lot to catch up on when it's only been a week. Yeah. Anything um, new with you? Uh, tomorrow's my sister's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cookie? She, yeah. She doesn't listen to the podcast, well, I don't think. But yeah. But if you're listening to this, happy early birthday. <laughs> In like 30 minutes from when we're recording this at your time. Yeah. And we do want to have her. I know we talked about yeah. having her because we had her husband, Gio, on. Mm-hmm. Talked about near, near-death experiences, if you want to check that episode out. He had a couple of them that were pretty scary. Um, he was a great guest and we, we want to have her on also at some point. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. And yeah, right now we're, we're just in December. It's still like, it's not really too cold out. That's good. No, it's actually pretty warm. And I was talking to one of my students, um, cause she was like, man, I wish it was colder outside. And I'm like, no, this is amazing. <laughs> like right now, like it's probably like in the thirties or forties. Yeah. Um, and that's terrible. Yeah. I like that it's warm. It's like in the 70s, which is perfect. So. Yeah, 70s is good. Um, so, yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any more to that. We, why don't we just jump right into uh, Mindy Tries It? Okay. What do you think? Sure. We actually just got these today. Because um, we went to a store. Yeah, like a comic book store that had a bunch of like nerd stuff. Yeah. I found it on, on uh, Facebook and I was like, oh, this is interesting. So They had a lot of... Um, comic books well what is that like 20-sided die called it's like tetradecahedron or something i don't, I don't know. know it's something crazy um, it's, it's for like um like dungeons and yeah, dragons the and those, games. yeah those kind of games which i mean not to hate but it's just i kind of i just don't understand <laughs> yeah. maybe if i understood maybe i would like it but i just don't understand so i'm like eh, about it yeah so they also had like some japanese and like other asian snacks there mm-hmm. and so what um, one of the things we picked out was Lay's chips, and it's pretty much all in, I guess, Japanese. Um, some kind of Asian. Yeah, language. some kind of Asian language. 
bunch of symbols, and it's Mexican chicken tomato flavor. Chips, um, and so. I, I picked this one out because I've heard <clears throat> that in Canada, the tomato lays are supposedly very good. Oh, really? Yes. And so I was like, so it's kind of the same thing. All right. Well, this is going to be very crunchy when it. Let me see. Let me, me chew into it. But... it. It smells like uh, ramen. It does smell like ramen. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that. Okay. All right. Let's take a bite. Like the chicken. It almost tastes like barbecue at first. Yeah, but it has like a nice tomato flavor mm-hmm. at the Let end. Let me give you another big one. Yeah, let's see. Okay, we need more than one Lay's. Once you pop, you can't stop. That's their slogan. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's like chickeny and tomatoey. It's a little sweet too, though. That's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm okay that's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah I would I'll, I'll eat that for sure. That mm-hmm. whole bag. And we're going to after this. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> that might be a reason we chose that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So thumbs up. I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Yeah. I would. I would give it a thumbs up too. Wait. I didn't really get into what what else was really in it. If well, it even shows it. Yeah. It says potato, vegetable oil, Mexican chicken, tomato flavor seasoning. Okay. What makes it Mexican? Like, is it um, the spices? I guess. I guess. I don't know. Like, it's cu- it's cumin just or whatever. All in. It just has all of that as a seasoning. So. Whatever's in the seasoning is probably not going to be listed separately. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah we're definitely going to dig into that later. Okay, she's going to have one more. One more. I shouldn't have put the bag right in front of you. All right, I'm going to put it behind us so we don't even. Mm-hmm. Make, right. Yeah, pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, we're zooming through this time. Let me. Um, so we're going to be talking about paranoia today. Um, mm-hmm. But of course, let's go ahead and, and set the tone with. <laughs> oh, then we're gonna go into like, are we paranoid about anything? <laughs> oh, I mean, we can. Uh, I, that that might be something we can would do at the end because I'm going to be talking about people's different paranoias. Okay. So maybe if we've experienced something similar, we can talk about that. Okay. Because um, I don't, I can't really think of any just off the bat that I might have that I'm paranoid about. But maybe some of these will spark ideas. Calls me paranoia, okay. Yeah, for that. Um, But let's go ahead and get into questioning Florida. What? (laughs) I thought you were going to say something. No, it's just stiffly. I I have a little bit of allergies right (laughs) now, so I've been kind of stuffy. This is the time of the year, yeah, when the weather changes. Yeah. All right, so let's just jump right into it. Um, Headline. Florida woman accused of walking into home, undressing, and then hugging and sitting on people. (laughs) um um i have a lot of thoughts Mm -hmm. um just like that'd be like a good story to tell people you know what i mean like as the as the uh, city as a city and huggy (laughs) huggy Huggy, that's what you want it's you ask for sometimes huggies yeah (laughs) (laughs) um just because i mean I mean, I was like, if people are like, you know, I mean, go to a party and like, it goes to the topic of like, you know, crazy shit that's ever happened to you. Yeah. I mean, this that'd be a great, be like, yeah, there's like, woman just like came into our house, undressed, sat on me and then hugged me. <laughs> yeah. So let's get into what the hell happened. This was actually from November 25th. So this is like right around Thanksgiving mm. um, from WBTW.com. Citrus County, Florida. 
A Florida woman was arrested Sunday after police say she walked into a Citrus County home and undressed before hugging and sitting on multiple people, including several who were 65 years or older. Oh, I mean, it, so I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna think you're, think you were gonna say, uh, they were like 18 and under. Oh, that, that, would, that would be bad. No, that would be terrible. That would have, I, I probably wouldn't have I mean, this that is, story. Th- I mean, this is bad too, but that's like really <laughs> bad. Yeah. I mean, if you're older, it's okay if you get sat on by a naked person. Yeah. I mean, you've, <laughs> you've seen genitalia before, I, I assume. Yeah. Um, so this one. Oh, just keep in mind, I'm going to ask you what her age is. So maybe if you want to look for context clues, I'll give you a little okay. heads up. Okay. Police say Heather Cruz, C-R-U-Z, so. Yeah, well, yeah. I walked into a Citrus County home through a side door. Once inside, she removed her clothes and exposed her genitalia before she grabbed and hugged the homeowner. It's, it's like, because our, gen- our like private parts are not like... Like wide in the open, so <laughs> well, it still can be exposed just because it doesn't flop out. I guess that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't say she flopped out her genitalia. Um, yeah, <laughs> when she was told to stop, documents say she sat on top of two other residents while naked, saying "You like it" to one of the victims. <laughs> Move this back a little bit. So might be too. Um, police. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. It doesn't say have a question mark. It's not like you like it. It's like. You like it. Obviously. (laughs) Yeah, obviously. Police say two of the home's occupants then attempted to remove Cruz and escort her to the front door. At that time, still nude, Cruz reportedly grabbed the testicles of another individual and made several sexual remarks. Oh. Ow. (laughs) Yeah, I know. That's not not a good feeling. I I don't have testicles, but what I've heard from men... No, don't grab them like that. Yeah, that's not a very pleasurable way to grab (laughs) testicles. Yeah, no, don't do that. Um, when police arrived, Cruz was ordered to put on a shirt, but was accused of resisting. Cruz was then handcuffed and placed in the rear of a patrol car. When officers attempted to close the door, they say Cruz kicked an officer in the chest. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, so something's up with this chick. More officers arrived, and Cruz was moved to another squad car before she allegedly kicked a second officer in the chest. <laughs> I don't know why they keep exposing their chests flopping out their chest in front of her because well, well i mean it, it, it's not their fault i mean it's like they're not like covering their chest the whole time you know yeah and I mean, i'm sure they they probably don't have bulletproof vests on that would have helped but you can't really know well yeah that but, a kick is going to be coming yeah i mean i mean even if you wear bulletproof vests i mean that would cushion some of the blow but i mean you're still getting kicked in the chest yeah um, she now faces three counts of battery on person 65 or older, two counts of battery on a law enforcement officer, and one count of resisting an officer with violence and burglary with battery, exposure of sexual organs, and battery. Organs. Organs. <laughs> hey, you got me on one. You're going to make a whole compilation with just that one. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be much of a compilation. <laughs> um, exposure of sexual organs and battery. It says burglar with battery and then battery separately. I don't know. I wonder why that fence is called battery. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, because I mean, I know like batteries, like you know, I'm sure you there's an answer. Shit. And then our, our test kits, they're called batteries. Your test kits? Yeah, oh, I like, mean, te- like technically, like you know, they're se- our assessment tools. Like you know, um, like one of the tests is called the Kaufman um, Children's Assessment Battery for Children. Oh wow! Yeah. Weird. 
There's yeah, a lot I, of different variations of battery. Apparently. Yeah, and I don't know why it's called the battery either. <laughs> I studied it for like three years, and I don't know why. It's one of those words that has like completely random meanings. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um, we'll do an episode on batteries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when we run out of topics. Look look forward to that episode on battery, yeah. guys. It's going to be very... Episode 312. Very thrilling. <laughs> um, she was transported to the county detention facility and held on a $48,000 bond. So, there you go. Okay. All right. So, now is the time I ask you, how old is Heather Cruz? 31. 31? With no real logic. I just... Yeah, you just... Yeah. Just it's, taking a stab at it. Yeah. Um, She's actually 35, so... Oh, that's close. Not bad. Not yeah. bad at all. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I'm just going <laughs> to... Um, So... Again, no Florida man score, but we we can come up with a douchebag, I guess, douchebaguette <laughs> score for her. Not as bad D- as last week. Douchebaguette. Yeah, douchebaguette. <laughs> I just, um, I mean, it's, it's not great. She, yeah. she hurt people like by violating them, but as uh, opposed to like, like physically harming right, them. Right. Or like last week. Well, I mean, she did physically harm the police officer. That's true. She kicked you guys. Okay. So each, each of those is at least worth a point. I would say maybe like a four or five, like a four okay. point five. I give like one point for each kick, one point for each boob, one point <laughs> for the vagina. Five. five. We'll go five. Okay. <laughs> um, we'll give her five. All right, okay. five out of ten. Yeah. All right. All right well done. <laughs> so, yeah, we're going. So now let's go ahead and pivot to something more serious. At you know, for some people. I don't know if you're going to do a serious kind of thing um, or not. Not really. Okay. So I guess just to, in, in the interest of being thorough, in case there are readers that want, I mean, readers, like listeners, <laughs> they don't read the podcast. Um, I mean, but if, if you do want to read the podcast, I'm sure we can make that happen. It's funny because I actually typed readers when I, when I wrote my notes here. So more info just on what paranoia is. This is from Mental Health America, just so we can kind of set, you know, a framework. So they say, so it involves intense, anxious, or fearful feelings and thoughts often related to being persecuted or a threat or a conspiracy. Mm. Paranoia of, uh, occurs in many disorders, um, any, many mental disorders, but is often present in psychotic disorders. Paranoia can become delusions when irrational thoughts and beliefs become so fixed that nothing, including like real evidence, can convince a person that what they think or feel is not true. If you want a good example of paranoia and you haven't listened to last week's episode, uh, the guy I did, John Nash, had an example of paranoia because he thought that guys in red ties uh, oh, yeah. were communists or something like that. I forget what he... Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, no no, no truth with in it whatsoever because many people wear right. red ties. And I would say at least most of them are not Nazis or... or or communist or anything like that. They're not bad people. They just like the color red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we've we've brought up paranoid thoughts plenty of times in past episodes, um, and we're about to get into some more. Uh, but so just to wrap it up, that when a person has paranoia or delusions, but no other symptoms like hearing or seeing things, they might have what's called a delusional disorder because only thoughts are impacted. So they they can usually work and function in everyday life, but their lives may be limited and isolated. Yeah. So there's different kind of variations of it and, and severities, which I will talk about later. 
I'll kind of see if you think these people are paranoid or give your answers or thoughts about what they have to say. Okay. But before we do that, I'm going to turn the floor over to you and see what you got for me. Okay. So um, the person I'm going to talk about, his name is King uh, Mithridates the sixth. Mithridates? Yeah. Okay. Um, just assume that's right. Mithridates. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Um, it's like Greek or something? <laughs> um. So it's... Okay. So just to give you kind of uh, understanding of where we're at right now in this time period. So he was born in one fifty uh, one thirty five BC. Okay. And so he's from a small country called Pintus. And so like, you, can you picture like where Rome is with Greece and all that? Yes. And then, um, you know, you know where like Turkey and Istanbul is. Mm-hmm. And there's like that little like ocean, like in the middle there. Yes. So this country that he ruled over was like right in the coast of that ocean. Okay. Um, Do you know if it still exists? Or? No, it doesn't. Okay. No, well, the country doesn't I mean, exist, but the area still called exists. Something else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I I most like I think it's Turkey now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's not the whole Turkey. It's just like that coastal area of right. Turkey. Um, and so um. So I wouldn't say like, you know, when, when we when you went over the definition of paranoia, um, this guy didn't have like, a, I would say like a psychological paranoia that's like not um, that's not that's not illogical. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go into why that is. So uh, Mithridates, like I said, was born um, 135 B.C. Um, his father was Mithridates V. Um, and his uh, mother was a Greek princess. Her name was Laodice the Sixth. Um, and so, and during this time, there was a lot of political turmoil, um, especially with the Romans. Like the Romans just like to conquer shit, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so, it's just like a lot of the conflict around this time is just like Romans like trying to. Um, put their, um, I guess they thought they were um, superior than everyone else and wanted to take others' riches and things like that. Mm. So, um, and so there was a lot of the ways that people would deal with political rivals at the time is with poison. Mm. And so there was a lot of, in that area, there's a lot of natural poisons that come from um, like plant and animals that people used Um you know, to poison others. Um, and so, okay. Okay, I, I kind of went over where the country was. So Pontus is a coastal territory. And so it had a lot of power because um, imports would come in and out of the country. And so right. usually those areas are wealthier because of that. Right. Um, and so, but um, people that wanted to gain power would kill the other left and right try, trying to get money and all that. Um, so Mithraides' mom was one of those people because, um, he, she, along with other conspirators, poisoned his dad, mm. um, and when Mithraides was 12 and he was the, <laughs> o- he was the oldest brother. Okay. Um, and he was 12 at the time. Yeah. Um, so because he was 12, he was a little bit too young to take over our country. <laughs> a little young. A little bit. Yeah. 12 year old me wouldn't no. I, I don't know what i do people would just tell me things and be like sure i guess <laughs> um 
And so his mother was his regent. So like a regent is someone that would, um, that would kind of like be the, um, the political force behind, behind the person until they came of age, I guess. Mm. Um, however, Mithridates suspected that his mother might poison him in order to get his younger brother I mean, to be yeah, king. That, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but why would he, so just to get the younger brother, like, she has something against him. Well, I'm thinking that it's it's not very clear, but I assume that maybe the mother wanted the younger brother to be kinks because um, she had more influence over the younger brother than she okay. did over the 80s. All right. Um, so uh, because of his thought that his mother might kill him, um, he fled to the woods. Um, while he was wandering around in the woods, um, he was trying to get some some support for a coup. Um, you know, because he he was the rightful king, so he wanted to get people to get on his path and be like, "Hey, help me get the throne back." You right. know. Um, but along the way, he also wanted to find a way um to defend himself against the inevitable poisonings that he would come upon <laughs> when he returned home. Hmm. Inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was like, "It's gonna happen." So yeah. I decided to find a way, you know. <laughs> Um, so therefore, um, while he was exploring, um, he found a wider range of deadly plants, animals, and minerals. Um, like there's nightshade in that area. He l- got. Isn't that like a Pokemon attack? It is. I'm smart. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, give me fist bump. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's because I went to that comic book store today. <laughs> <laughs> um, he also. Uh, got poisonous snakes, slugs, um, and then he also got things like mercury, sulfur, and arsenic. Um, and so what he did um, was he would find these poisonous substances and he would ingest a small amount of them in order to build immunity to them. Hmm. Um, and so this kind of laid down the foundation for his later obsession with poisons and antidotes. Hmm, okay. Um, so he did this so like when he came back home, he was like, and his mom tried to poison him and be like, nah, just, you can't poison me, <laughs> yeah, I'm I immune. Know, I know what's up. Yeah. Um, so he spent like five years wandering the, ro- the wandering the woods and trying to get people on his side. Um, so by the time he was 15, he was able to get enough support um, to um, go home and take over um, and get his revenge back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was able to successfully take the throne back, um, and he became King Methodes the sixth. Okay. Um, and so, um, he implicated those involved with his father's death and he poisoned his mother and his younger brother. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. And the younger brother. Yeah. And the younger brother. Poor brother. Like. Yeah. What the hell? I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's not completely innocent in all this, but it's so <laughs> fucked up. I mean, from what I know, I don't know what he did. Well, maybe he, like, just kind of went along with everything. Maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he actually um, did a lot with the time he was king. Um, I'm not going to go over everything. Um, I'm just going to go over a few things. Okay. So, um, he was known as a really great leader. Um, and he went to war with, with Rome three times. Mm. And those were the biggest things. Um, he also... Um, in the topic of uh, poison, he created laboratories to c- continue his study of poisons and antidotes. 
um, starting with native materials in the area and then um, eventually obtaining exotic poisons materials from all over the world including this is interesting i just added this because i was like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> apparently is a bird um in the himalayas that's poisonous really yeah um the poison is called uh dakari sounds like a game of thrones thing yeah and it's just like yeah it, it's very rare but he was able to get that and i was like who i don't know birth of fucking poisonous yeah. so weird um but anyways <laughs> um his work with poisons was so extensive he was known as a father of experimental uh toxology toxology yeah tux toxology oh toxology yeah sorry i, I heard toxology. um that makes a lot more sense mm-hmm. um and i didn't add this to this but i'll say it now he's also known for um because of his work he made um this very famous antidote. It's called the universal antidote. <laughs> um, and it's, it was known to like, um, cure any poison. Wow. Yeah. However, it's like the typo of antidotes. Isn't that the universal donor? Is it? Is typo or what is the universal? You're looking at me like you don't know what blood is. Oh, a blood. <laughs> is it, is, is it O positive? Maybe. Or, uh, oh, it's either O positive or O negative. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Because I know ahead. one's a universal donor and one's a universal receiver. Oh, okay. I'm thinking of universal donor, so. Um, but yeah, and um, unfortunately, um, because of history and... O negative. O negative. Yeah. Uh, history and how time goes, we don't know the exact formula for it. Hmm. Um, which That's sucks. unfortunate, yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but whatever. Um, Would have been helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, thanks to his work, he um, had an immunity to several different poisons. Um, and he could inge- ingest large amounts of poison that would normally kill a man and he would be fine. It's like that guy, um, O'Hallahan or whatever the hell that guy's name was that, that we talked about. They can go to bars and just drink the entire bar. and Oh, yeah. It's still... <laughs> They finally passed out in the snow and he lived. <laughs> well, you know what? He would use that as like a party trick. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah, like he'd be like, yeah, poison my food. And then he would eat it. And <laughs> yeah. we're like, what? He didn't die? This must be like a lineage. <laughs> Maybe he was from this guy's. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Um. So this immunity, the poison, is most likely the reason why he was able to remain king into his, into his 70s. Yeah. So he lived for he lived for for a pretty long time yeah. for someone at this age. Um, however, um, in his last altercation with Rome, it it was a whole thing with Rome again. That's he, it's, yeah, we don't have to go into it. <laughs> but basically, um, he had lost um, the one of the biggest wars with Rome, and then when he was trying to get uh, another army, he wasn't able to do it. So he was like, "Well, fuck it, like." <laughs> I don't want to be taken by the Romans. Right. Yeah. Um, so he decided to kill himself. Oh, okay. Um, so he tried to take poison and surprisingly he didn't die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh man, he was uh, burned by his own trick, huh? Yeah. He couldn't kill himself with the poison. So he asked his friend <laughs> to kill him with his sword. <laughs> okay. And well, he did. That'll do it. Yeah. So then he, yeah. And then he died. Yeah. And wow. Then, Interesting end to that. 
Yeah. And yeah, after that, Rum like took a bunch of their shit and they and they took the recipe for that universal poison. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I wonder what happened to it. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. But um, well, no one knows. Yeah. Um, and so um, from then on, you know, he's known as the Poison King because of all his work that he's. <laughs> That's he kind did. of a badass name. It is. It sounds like it could be like a villain. <laughs> <laughs> and so, yeah, that's about it. I mean, you know, there's a whole bunch of history about his like son and all that, but we don't have to go into that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Hmm. I would say like, yeah, there, there's a little paranoia there, but and most of it was pretty warranted. But he then went way over the top with just becoming a complete expert and <laughs> making himself immune to all, and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I understand that you want to not get poisoned, but <laughs> yeah. like ingesting like a little bit of poison yeah. i'm like you, you don't know that shit's gonna work <laughs> luckily for him it did but yeah you know but crazy yeah so that's uh the 80s all right very good very good yeah so from that we're gonna wrap up with um i turned to my good old friend reddit again <laughs> as i like to do it might just become my thing just the reddit segment because i just enjoy perusing all the various just everyday people instead of, um, you know, like historical figures and all that <laughs> stuff. And they're also just like the most random, you know, stories and stuff. I mean, my guy was pretty good. I mean, he tried to poison himself, even <laughs> well, though he oh, yeah. like spent... No like, knock on him. Like literally decades <laughs> preventing himself from being poisoned. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah the irony. Um, all right. So for this one, I just... There's a Reddit, you know... R slash paranoia, you know, they have something mm. for everything. Mm-hmm. And um, just maybe get your answers to these questions or thoughts about them, or, or we can kind of just talk about them. There's yeah. just a couple of stories of people. Uh, I would like to say that uh, I am non expert. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, yeah so, I, <laughs> I, I'm a very knowledgeable about this subject, but I'm not like, I'm not, I, I'm not qualified to diagnose, like, right. you know, you know, poor, uh, paranoia disabil- like disorders or anything. It's like, like that. what's the podcast where he always has to say it just to make sure y'all know she is not a licensed therapist oh, yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. Uh, serial killers. <laughs> yeah, serial killers. I always feel like or, she's I, like, okay, but, thanks, fuck you, but thanks. But I am a licensed. Yes. School psychologist. Yeah. So you have some, you have some knowledge of this stuff. Yes. And this is all. We're all just. We're. This is a comedy podcast. I'm also drinking, so like yeah. you know. It, I mean. I, Again, I, it's a comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody is going to take us seriously with, with our. I hope not. Yeah. All right. First one is about uh, Walmart self checkout. Mm. Um. So they say I get overly anxious checking out at Walmart sometimes. I pay too much attention to all of the beeping. Am I scanning my items? I don't want the camera to see my face, but not because I'm stealing. I just don't believe the person I'm seeing is really me. And if I look at it, I get fixated and confused or disgusted. So I avoid looking up. Then comes the ready screen. Um, yes, an item popped up, but is that what really is that really what it's called? Is that really the right price? I get frustrated. I don't believe the prices. So at self checkout, I zone out, and all I can pay attention to is the beeping. I don't know what that is. Am I paranoid? Mm. It's a strange one, right? Yeah. It just seems more like an attention type of. I would say it's more dissociative. Oh yeah. Well, you that part I mean? with the. I don't believe the person is really me that I'm looking at. Yeah, because it's just like, she's not really paranoid that like Walmart is, you know, like watching her or anything like that. Or yeah. It's some other other person that 
She's it's worried about you. Assume it's a she because I don't know. Oh, it's, oh, he. I don't know what it is. Oh, okay. Or they are, but they are. Uh, but and just like, yeah, I, I don't really think it's paranoia, paranoia in the like. Yeah, I mean, if if this is the only thing, then it's okay. Just maybe don't go to the self checkout. (laughs) Yeah. Even though Walmart has crazy. I I would wonder if like the beeping causes it. Mm. Like, if is the beeping generalized? Like, is it just beeping like when she's in self checkout or beeping in other situations? You know, because that seems to be the trigger. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. All right. This next one. So for that one, we'll say maybe not. Yeah. It's more, it's very specific, but there's definitely something weird about it. Uh, next one is called Exiting Reality. This one kind of reminds me of The Matrix or something. Mm. I feel like there is a way to get out of this reality, but none of us know. It would make sense because all the people that would have done it successfully would have moved on and wouldn't have been able to tell us. I tried closing my eyes and feeling around me to see if what I felt didn't match up with what my other senses told me. I've tried having a conversation with myself in my head where I respond impulsively, hoping that it's actually someone else talking through me and they'd give me the answers, but they weren't helpful. This doesn't give me fear. It actually gives me hope that maybe I'll find the secret and be free before everyone else. Is this an unhealthy habit? It's That's definitely paranoia. That one's paranoia. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, they're thinking that there's some other force, like, in their mind that they can, like, respond to their thoughts and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure. So that one, one for two. Yeah. Okay. Next one. This one's called Paranoid About Paranoia. <laughs> so I've had a pretty big paranoid episode in my life. It involved me thinking the devil was trying to kill me and the government was tracking me down and stuff like that. I call it an episode because I'm able to define it with this, within a certain part of my life. And since then, I haven't had those thoughts. But ever since, I feel like I'm paranoid about the prospect of ever being that paranoid again. Basically, it'll manifest uh, manifest in certain ways. There's this one person I keep seeing passing me on the sidewalk every time, and rather than think, this person is following me, I think to myself instinctively, well, if I was paranoid, I would think this person is following me, but I'm not. It's like my paranoid habits are the same uh, of being so watchful and attentive, but now my brain frames it as, well, that would be concerning to a paranoid person, but obviously you aren't paranoid, right? <laughs> Does anyone relate to this or at least have some advice? Is this a sign that paranoia is just going to be my thing forever because it's very tiring? Well, she's still technically having those paranoid thoughts, though, or he. Yeah. Um, I I would assume that maybe they had those paranoid thoughts and then they sought treatment, like mm-hmm. like cognitive behavioral therapy or some kind of like medication for that and so because some people that have um those types of like um not hallucinations but um i guess those paranoid thoughts like with with treatment like those people can identify like yeah i'm having a a paranoid thought or like my thinking is like not right Mm -hmm. but they still have them it's just they're they can now identify that it's not true yeah so that's what I think. Like they ha- they had paranoia before and they received treatment for it, and now they are identifying that paranoia, but they're still having it. Right, that makes okay. sense. Yeah. Okay, so for this last one, this kind of 
comes back to what I was saying at the beginning of the episode. Maybe we can see if we ever have these feelings or anything related to them. Because this one's just called Absurd Thoughts. And this mm-hmm. person, so they they have a few that they're like, they don't know if it's paranoia or if it's more common. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go, there's there's four of them. So we can we can see if we ever have these. Okay. So the first one is, whenever I go outside, I get bothered by thoughts telling me that I'm not actually wearing clothes. I'm hallucinating and I'm actually naked. Oh. I don't know why, because there's so much proof that it's not true, but I can't convince myself otherwise. So I, I can tell you, I don't have that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I, I know I'm wearing clothes. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty... Um, is that a siren? Is that an alarm? <laughs> Are we just... Oh. What? Happens? What? I was like... If I take my headphones on, like, I'll, I'll be able to hear it, but it already went away. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, now it's back. Right when you put your earbud back in, it came. Yeah, it's outside. It started again. Yeah, there's a siren going off. So, um, well, that was weird. I was like, is this in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you can catch that on the podcast, but there's, yeah, I'll, I'll try to amplify it if not. But Yeah, there's, it's, but it's definitely not my car. Like, I, I recognize yeah, my car. Yeah, it just sounds like. When you break into a building or something. Yeah. Um, all right. So we can agree. That we can agree. We don't do that. Um, so far, maybe not paranoia. It's just a weird thought to have. Yeah. I mean, but we'll see. Because these are all the same person. So let's go with number two. Okay. When I use my phone, I feel like everybody can see what's on my screen. And it makes it hard to watch things I like. Because I feel like everybody is judging me for what I watch. Even if I enjoy it. This happens a lot because when I watch commentary YouTubers reacting to cringy videos, I only feel okay when the commentator's part comes and there's some gameplay in the background or something because it shows that I'm not enjoying the cringy video but watching the reaction to it. Mm. This just seems like a quirk. I mean, sometimes... I, I feel like it's pretty common. Like, yeah. if you're... Like, like if you're in a public place like Starbucks or something and you're watching something you're on your phone, yeah. people like... I mean... Because sometimes, like, I'm looking around and, like, I glance at someone's phone and, I and, like, I briefly see what they're doing. But, I mean, I don't pay too much attention to it or anything. Yeah. All right. So, another kind of, like, this is more of a common thing. So, I wouldn't judge too much yet. All right. Third one. I feel like people can see life from my point of view. So, I feel like everybody can see what I'm doing even when I'm changing or using the bathroom and it makes me feel so terrible. I don't know what to say about it. Mm. That is closer to, to like a paranoid thought yeah. in my mind because it's not rational. It's not something that can physically happen, and you're thinking it can be, I mean, and, you, I'm, and, I'm, and it's affecting your mood and stuff. Yeah, because I'm just like I'm just thinking, you know, people can relate to, like, if you're taking a shit, like, <laughs> people have been in that same situation and kind of relate to what you're doing, but they can't exactly um, perceive the situation. Yeah. The same way. Yeah, this is kind of a, a, a maybe related to the Truman Show effect that kind of happened with that movie. Yeah, where just like everything's about you and people are watching everything you're doing. But mm-hmm. uh, man, I should have done that. That was, oh man, let's do another part to this. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite movies, of course, Truman Show. Everybody go watch it. Um, all right, and this is the last one. If I dislike something or somebody, they will curse me. So if I say something like that necklace looks weird, even in my head, I feel like it will curse me to have bad luck. 
This also happens in games. If I get something or find something that isn't the greatest item, I can't throw it away because if I do, it will curse me. <laughs> if I say something bad about something, I always have to take it back and compliment it because if I don't, it will curse me. Sounds like a Mexican thing. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> you know um it's actually it, it, it's a thing like I, my my mom and other people i know back in mexico like have sought out like witches and things like that to get because they feel bad about something and they're not sure what it is and mm-hmm. the, the person is always like oh someone gave you a lojo um which is basically like someone like uh literally someone giving you the eye yeah yeah like, it's like the evil eye. Or, yeah, the evil yeah, eye. And yeah. so that's why you're feeling bad. And mm-hmm. so like the the witch or whatever has to like do shit to make that go away. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's it's similar in that sense anyways. Yeah. So just to recap, we got the naked one, which uh, I think it's kind of more of a quirk, maybe weird. Um, then we got the phone. We can relate a little bit more to that one. Got the seeing from the point of view, like Truman Show thing. That one's probably the most paranoid out of these. And then the curse one is the Mexican thing. <laughs> so overall... Well, I thought that second one was more paranoia. <laughs> oh, the screen? Seeing every everybody can see what's on your screen? No. That's the second one. Oh, was it? Yeah. It was naked phone point of view. Seeing from a point of view was third. Like they can see what you're when you're taking a dump. Mm. And then fourth one is the curse. I thought we went over two other ones before those. You thought there were six or something? Yeah. Well, oh, no. I'm talking about... So, yeah, we did, like, paranoid about being paranoid, and we did exiting reality. Oh, okay. But those are different people. Oh, okay, gotcha, This gotcha. last one was uh, all the same person. Gotcha, The last okay. four. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha. They were all called absurd thoughts. Okay. Um. So, what would you say about this, like, overall, maybe... Maybe approaching that, maybe approaching that area. Um, if, if the thoughts they're having is um, impeding in their everyday life, yeah. that's that's when they should seek help. Yeah, and um, it seems like it is. Yeah, especially like I, I would definitely go to a psychiatrist first um, because, I mean, medication is a tough subject. Yeah. Uh, um, and I understand why. Because I, I work with a lot of kids that do take like psychotic medication, medication for ADHD, like mood medication and things like that. And it makes them feel weird. And mm-hmm. uh, I've even had kids that um, that seems like like, I mean, their behavior is kind of out of control when they're not on the medication. But when they're on the medication, they're like zombies. Mm. They just like they seem out of it. I'm like, well, that, it sucks because it's just like, yeah, the behavior is out of control without it, but they seem more normal than when they're on it. Cause they just don't seem like they're themselves. And that's bad too. Right. So, so basically just go talk, talk to your doctor about it. Yeah. Do therapy too. I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, as far uh, you know, if you want to revisit our own, I, I don't know if you have any that would be borderline paranoid thoughts or, um, I mean, we're both pretty rational uh, and, um, I just think maybe like, I, I, I kind of think over too much about like death, I suppose. Okay. That is true. You've had, you've had some issues with that, which I mean, it's very understandable though. 
I worry about that too. I don't like physic like physically have you know. Yeah, you, but you know. I, I I have like racing thoughts about right. that, or even like in normal situations, like I'll think about like oh what what would happen if like so and so happened, and then like. Like the dogs died, or like right. yeah, so. right, or yeah. I we I think that's I think that's common. Maybe if it's like frequently, it's not good because I mean, but I think a lot of you know when you care about someone or your pets or something, then you 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 would do anything to make sure they're okay. And like, there's times where you're just going to work on a regular day, and and I'm just hoping that everything like you never know. So you just gotta hope they're still yeah. be all right. You want to make sure. If it's raining at all, I'm like, okay, just please be careful. Like, that's just, that's more, that wouldn't really be paranoid, and, I wouldn't think. And especially because I work in so many schools. Yeah. Like, you never know. Right. Unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I think that's common. And when it, when it does start to, you know, um, exhibit, you know, like panic attacks or anything like that, then that's when, you know, you need, to get it looked at or talk to somebody but overall i think it's pretty common to sometimes you know dread some of that stuff um it's just as long as it doesn't like take over your life and you know it doesn't it hasn't done that to either of us mm-hmm. it's just going to be something that that comes up every once in a while because when you care about them or someone loves something so much that you're going to have that in the back of your mind sometimes yeah but yeah i mean other than that, like, I don't, I don't really, I don't think I really have any. Yeah. I mean, I don't really, th- I mean, I'm sure the government is listening to us, but like <laughs> at the same time, like they're not going to find anything exciting. <laughs> right. And just like watching Pokemon videos and <laughs> yeah. cooking shit. They're like, so. yeah, they're, they're innocent over there. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you can come arrest me if you want, but I don't know why I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like I literally gave food to uh, a oh, family yeah. today and then bought a toy for the firefighters yeah, to give. They were like on the side of the road or something. Yeah. They were asking yeah. for stuff. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not a bad person. No. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> I think that's uh man. I thought this was going to be shorter because we just got right into it, but we're we're getting to around forty seven minutes. So Thanks. let's go ahead and raise our glasses here. We're, we'll be back soon with uh, something else random at some point. We'll see. And go grab a refill. Okay, bye bye. Here like they come. You've seen genitalia before, <laughs> I, I assume.